I welcome to this week's podcast. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Holy yes. shit. That's yeah. great. Out of the way. Hey, I'm Kirk Driscoll. I'm your host of the Caddy Wampus Podcast. Thank you for joining us this week. Um, we've been having a little bit of fun here getting ready. We've come up with another name for the podcast now, the Potty Wampus or whatever we I screwed up and called it. I think you called it Pottycast. Pottycast. Well, thank you so yeah. much. You After were, you hear these stories, you might call oh, it a Pottycast. You were talking yeah. about beans and rice and whatever you got going on. So needless yeah. to say, I've got a really good friend of mine, Lindy, with us today. And man, um, thanks for joining um, with little to no information. And that's what's best. I think a lot of people think that we sit around and send out this big script and you know tell you to watch these 10 before you get on here. And when you sat down, you're like, so what's the topic? I'm like, it's you. We're talking about the time you were jacked up, right? Like, so that's, uh, uh, it's pretty awesome that you would show up, but, uh, I hope when people are watching it, that they see true authenticity from everybody. I mean, that's really, we want to bring real stories of transformation, you know, from pain and into transformation and what the, the, the purpose that came from it. And so that's what I hope people get to experience when they watch them. At least I think that's what they're getting to experience. So up until this one, if you screw this up, then that's not what they're getting. So yeah, don't screw time. it. Yeah. Don't, yeah, it's the last. It's like we had to change the name of the show and all kind of things. But how did we meet? How did we meet? Do you remember? Uh, through Jason, I believe we have a mutual friend. He came to work with us, and he would talk about you a badly, good bit. Badly, eh, pretty eh, much badly. neutral, mainly. Ne- but yeah. Yeah. no, it was good. You married him. He had ah, a lot of respect. So- yeah, he had a lot of respect for you, and um. Slowly, guys, at Vision. I didn't marry him. I married him and his fiance. Does that need to be clarified? It does. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You married two people. You were the uh, the officiator, I believe. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna actually officiate a wedding coming up soon. My my sister in law asked me to do that. Yeah. Oh man, isn't that cool? It is. Yeah. So that's one of the epic things I'm doing in my life. That's awesome. I'm uh, uh, my buddy John. Um, I married him and his fiance on Saturday this week. Or so, John from the group? John, uh, John D? Yeah. John D, yeah. That's awesome. Dude, You'll have no, to give me some tips yeah. on how to do this. Yeah, no just, uh, I, got, I, got some, yeah. I got some tips for yeah, you. Yeah, because, I mean, if we're not careful, I'll make the whole thing about me. Uh, we, you know? yeah. It's not <laughs> so a good thing. I need thing. some coaching. It's not, not a good, a good thing. thing on the wedding day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we met, was it at his wedding where we met? I think that's the first time I saw you, yeah. But I probably had talked before. Talk before or whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, for folks that are watching, um, Linda, you work at Triscapes. Yep. And, uh, how, how does that work? What, what do you do? How do we work together? All that kind of good stuff. What do I do? Everyone at the office is still figuring that out. So we don't, we don't really know. Um, how did we meet? I I run, um, a a division at a landscape company and we need guys that want to get out there and huff it. And, uh, there's a lot of guys in early recovery looking for an opportunity to get back in the workforce. I'm in recovery we met four or five years ago and we started meeting some of your guys organically. It sort of worked with the culture at where I work, the culture at vision warriors. It lined up, uh, over time, it's just blossomed into a place where we have, I don't know, 12, 15 of your guys, either current vision warriors or former vision warriors. And, um, we're both trying to do the same thing at, at triscapes and vision warriors. So uh, that's how we work together. I think it's cool. Cause you know, you give those guys who, have lost the opportunity to get a job. A lot of us had, I have, I I did. Um, And you give them kind of an entry point in and say, Hey, do this, scrub a toilet, 
run a weed eater, run an edger, be willing to do whatever we need you to do and we'll give you opportunities. And that's been the case. We've taken some of the guys, or we haven't taken them. They've taken themselves um, from a place of labor, entry-level labor to, to leading men now. And that's a really cool thing. It's pretty so, awesome to yeah. watch. So we know it works. Um, and it's like the less that I put my fingers on it and hands on it, the better it works. Let's imagine that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what hard, I'm, that's hard how thing I'm hoping to do. that works today yeah. by just inviting you in asking you some questions and you not screwing this up if it but gets too heated i'll walk no, out you can walk I'll out done things like that, that before. you know yeah. we got a guys behind the scene back here that are really good at editing yeah yeah you know so make me look good like hey Thanks, we need guys. to do a voiceover yeah. right here he meant to say this you yeah, know? yeah. Um, can you make but, me look handsome yeah. by chance? you know so um what's interesting is from my standpoint is that in the relationships that we have that that are intentional can get really there's benefit there's benefit from those um and we've had i mean it's we've had some really good time spent to get you know from just one-on-one conversation to climbing a mountain together to uh with a group of guys and just really from small group couple small group just a, a, a pretty wide range of things where you get to know someone pretty well and so what's surprising is, is as well as you know me, you keep showing up. So it's like, um, that's, that's kind of frightening. Cause I know who you really are, you know? Yeah. Um, like I'll tell people that are around you, um, in the house and so forth. I mean, you've got to, you have to, I think probably be a little different with me one-on-one than when you're trying to manage a house. I tell people you're about as sweet as you can be. One oh, man. yeah. That, see, he got to like edit it. that shit out right there. Yeah, no, <laughs> keep, keep that in there. No, you've been super kind and, and, and real good with me as my sponsor. Um, I was talking to a guy I met last night. One of the epic things I do now is I try to meet people who are different than me and have something I want and can add, can give me their perspective. I want to add to my perspective. And I was telling him what we did. Um, when we were working the steps and how you had me write to my parents and how powerful that was. He was really impressed because that's not a, I don't think, I'm sure people do it, but I don't think it's a traditional thing that you do on step whatever, but it's something we did and it was really profound. And what I'm noticing now in my journey is that's a place that I'm continually push, feeling pushed to revisit my childhood and my relationship with my parents. Um, Because it's still, there's still some hurts there that are playing out in, in my life yeah. but man it's so cool to be aware of them and i don't know that i'd be aware of them if you wouldn't have seen that before i did and asked me to do some of those exercises that and like asking me to uh like we're talking about trust asking me to look at my daughter and watch my seven-year-old da- daughter see how she relates to me in a trustworthy fashion you know with somebody who was struggling to trust god and uh now i tend to look at her frequently in a weird way to not to be taught. Cause that sounds weird, but um, she has, yeah, she's, she's completely trusting of me and her mom. And I don't know, that was a real good gateway into, for me into a, a, something that was pretty difficult. So that's why I keep coming around, man. You saw yeah. something that I couldn't quite see and you helped me move into it and you did it with compassion um, and didn't yeah. make me feel bad about it. Cause it's a place I didn't really, want to revisit and i didn't even like i said i didn't really even know i had hang-ups on that okay. stuff still and, and you noticed it and were able to bring me into it easy so that is why i kept coming back yeah. well man i just you just 
ruined my entire reputation right yeah now. so yeah supposed to be this brash arrogant prick now I'm you can compa- still have that you okay, can do perfect, both perfect. Yeah. so <laughs> as we jump into but on, on a, before we jump into it though i just want to say i really appreciate your friendship trust loyalty willingness to serve alongside us and just lead guys and help me man i'm, I'm grateful for it uh, so, me too man thank you thank you so if we jump into this what's that cattywampus moment in your life when you're like man you just realized you were jacked up what what was it kind of high level there high level yeah because you know, we, we don't we run out of time for yeah well it's not so much <laughs> we run out of time i just don't know how much editing we had to get out yeah. all out of there to keep i was it, gonna say keep, uh from age 14 to 35 yeah. that, that whole period real high level just to zoom in a little bit um i got fired from a job when i was um right at the end of my drinking career it was a really good job at a, a boarding school in North Georgia that I'd gotten, I'd gotten my my family and I had landed a. a was really there good teachers? Spot. So teachers, I was can a be teacher. Al- so teachers can be alcoholics. Some of us are. Okay. Yeah. I just I just want to make so this thing doesn't discriminate. I'm just yeah. making sure. So so I acted like a fool on campus and they got and they got rid of me and we lost everything. Um, when you say lost everything, what'd you lose? Well, uh, I mean, I lost a lot of self respect. That the little bit that I had left. Uh, of course, I lost my income. I ha- we had to pull out our 401k and live on that, and we ran right through that. Um, and we were getting close to to losing the house. Um, and someone intervened, a family member intervened, and got me into to treatment. Um, and I think even then I realized there was a problem, <laughs> but I didn't realize how – I hadn't accepted it. I hadn't accepted that I was a drug addict and alcoholic. That didn't happen until about a year later. I had a moment in time – that it occurred to me that I can no longer use anything uh, and have a successful life. Not like money success, like get through life at all. That yeah. it's, it's just, and I didn't realize that at the time, it's now reflecting back on it when I'm in these meetings and in these rooms that I go, oh, that's when it happened. It, there was a moment that I go, I need some help. And I didn't know what that looked like because I had had a, a strained relationship with God. And I walk into a 12 step room and they said, you know, they say, oh, it's nothing about God. And then you hear a bunch of God and you go, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I have this strained relationship. And those people cracked the door for me to get in. And that's how, I mean, that's how I'm here now with a, a good life um, and a good relationship with God, a trusting relationship with God. But so there's those two different moments that were set apart by about a year. Um, the first one, losing the job. And then the second one of, there was a moment in time where I'd, I'd gone out the night before. It wasn't anything like anything else in my career. It yeah. was just kind of a standard yeah. night of being a fool, right? And I woke up next morning, I will lose everything again. But mo- by most standards, it was completely reckless. By our standard, it was not reckless. Re- it was completely under control. But uh, if, yeah, but, I would have said that's just okay. But looking back, Miss like Smith was, next door saw you. She thought I was a fool. Yeah, yeah okay. I was, I, just, I was yeah. just, I was just yeah, yeah. putting that in some context for someone that might be watching this. Yeah, that's or, good. Or listening to this, that you know, perfect. So those two things. So when you realize that, um, what did you do? You know, from the realization mm. of okay, look, I just lost my job. I've acted like a complete utter fool. I cannot control this. Yeah. Right. It, it is. I am a slave to alcohol and drugs like what did you do what are two or three things that you learned or what did you do through that that process that first part of the process i trying to think if i was scared I, there was some fear there but it was mainly like the pain was i was completely demoralized i was out of hope um how does that feel when you're uh, like, when it you're feels angry? like you're falling <laughs> and you can't like reach on to anything um it, but it's not 
the fear wasn't crippling. It it was more just like it was absolute um the absolute powerlessness of like, yep, there, there's nothing I can do here. I need help. Um, and dude, I tell you what's cool. The, the AA room I walked into, I ran into a guy from high school that I did everything with. We partied and he was just like me, just like me. And there he is with about a year more time than I had. Kind of like what we see at vision warriors, right? Yeah. Like we're just a little further down the road than the next guy. Uh, about a year more more time, he had friends. He was laughing, and he genuinely seemed happy. And I thought, I cannot believe he is sober. I, I can't believe this. Like this guy was a mess. And not only is he sober, he looks like he's actually uh, enjoying life, enjoying it, and, and na- must be navigating any problems he has. Mm. Um, that was huge for me. That kept yeah. me coming back because I didn't know anyone else in the rooms, and uh, I, I could connect with him. And so that was that was the first thing that helped me kind of get back in. And at that point, I wonder. I still wanted to run out for like the first three months. Anytime I got uncomfortable and I really thought I was going to have to do something that I didn't like, like the fourth step, fourth and fifth step, mm. um, even before that in the first three months, I was ready to get out. I don't know what kept me in, man, except like a little bit of belief that it's working for him and some other people. And that day that I go, I'm done here. I can't, ma- I cannot do this by myself. There was enough of that. Because I'd had my butt kicked for many years, but there was for whatever reason this time there was enough of that. And then of course my little girl is she's three. My wife, there's some of that's in the background too. Going, God, I I cannot. There's guilt. I can't put them through this again. And there's a little bit of hope. So man, I mean, I'm functioning on a real low level of consciousness, man. Just guilt and tasting hope for the first time, and just knowing that this is going to be this is going to be bad if I try to manage my life. But I don't have any tools, dude. So I'm just kind of hanging on. And then a, then a guy that I grew up with, another guy, he shows up. And we're still friends. I talked to him today on the phone. Um, he, he lives back in my hometown. And he shows up. And we start kind of doing it together. And uh, and that probably is what kept me really engaged. Cause was he, it the accountability with someone else? Kind of like a, knowing someone's going to count on you being there? Or was it able to just walk through that journey with somebody else. I think else. the latter, because I had the accountability of a couple older gentlemen in the room and, my, and a sponsor that I was like, you know, they were kind of showing me the ropes to to do something uh, that had some weight and had purpose and like to do it with another human being. Um, well, being on the, the same journey at the same time was, I guess it kind of buoyed my spirits. It gave me confidence. It was like, I'm not doing this all alone. Like not everyone in here is brand new. I got a sponsor. He's really smart. You know, he knows what he's doing. He's going. He's that going was his. The nuts first, that was your first sponsor, not your last. Yeah, not the, your last the, one. Second, last second, one's pretty first dumb. One was, yeah. yeah, but this guy was just. Uh, he was a peer, you know, and I was yeah. like, cool. It kind just like what you see happening in the house. The guys will the the guys that want it will run together, yeah. and then they get a bunch of support from the outside. But having that real close connection to me was critical. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. What was the hardest part for you to accept in that in that part of the that part of the journey or to now? Like, what's the what you've now surrendered to, accepted, come to believe? What what did you struggle the most with? Do you think God at first, um, like turning turning my will over uh, that I wasn't, I guess, going to be able to do. Like, I knew I wasn't going to be able to drink and drug, but to learn that I really couldn't do anything, you know, without. Uh, divine divine direction and Uh, guidance yep like no i thought you gotta be kidding i can do a lot of this stuff but still daily today i realize like when there's a problem i'm in the way that's the the hardest thing Mm. now i think what's cool about all this 
is like my awareness is off the charts for me now. Like it's off the charts. And I, I love that. It's so empowering. No one can ever take that away from me now. I know when I'm being selfish. I know when I'm being needy. I know when fears grip me. And I never knew that before. Um, but like the self just creeps in in so many different ways and will get me. Um, that, And I have to go, God, hands off. Like, just stop it. Stop trying to direct this thing. And the coolest thing happens yeah. when I confess that to another human being that, dude, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a little scared. I'm a little worried. I've got some anxiety over whatever small decision I have to make. Confess that. And then here, hey, dude, can you control that? Oh, you can't? Oh, okay, well. Maybe stop worrying about it. Um, then it's amazing what happens, right? Like everything still plays out better than I could have ever done myself. That yeah. tension is still constant in me. And I'm looking forward. Honestly, I'm still very hopeful to the day that, you know, I keep getting more and more. I guess that that decision happens more quickly of like, oh, surrender, yeah. surrender, you know, and you're going to be okay no matter which way this goes. Like you're good, dude. Um, but I, I still need kind of to hear that yeah so what what are some daily disciplines some big old double d's Mm. that you do double d's yeah double d's did you like that one the big old double d's i mean because they're big i mean compared to what they were you didn't have them before the crowd back here is applauding and laughing Right, so if you can't hear I that, but you know, but on serious thing is, we didn't have any discipline, prayer, so, and prayer, and meditation, but um, and that's improved so much. I, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna walk out of the house unless I've uh, connected with God. You know, to the best of my ability. Some days I don't quite get there, um, but I need to uh, read a little bit, uh, pray to God, ask Him, Hey, whatever you want me to do, man, I'm doing. I'm I'm yours. You tell me where to go. And then recently I've begun meditating um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying that. And that helps me. Uh, and the, the meditation I'm doing currently and have been doing for about a month is just really focusing on what I want, like what it's been trust, like trust, self-confidence, but not like self, self-confidence, like God, self-confidence and just m- trying to manifest that man of I'm God. I'm, I want whatever you want me to do. And I'm, I'm connecting with you and I'll sit there and I will just think about that. That's been um, a big thing for me, those two, in the morning before I do anything. And then keeping myself open to as many people who have a piece of something that I want and getting it and not being scared to ask for it. Like, hey, dude, I know we don't know each other well. You're in this stuff. I'm in this stuff. What are you doing? Who do I need to read? Here's, I'm going to get vulnerable with you real quick. I'm going to tell you something about what do you see? Um, I just want, I continually want to get better because I know that there's, I don't know. I continually get more joy and peace. I get more peace the more I can let people in and speak into me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know, and I keep looking at my seven-year-old, man, you know, and I know how she's so, I don't know, man. She's just, seems like she's got it going on. I think she's got a deep (laughs) level of feeling. Um, I, I want to be a good example for her. And I know I've got, all I can do is take care of myself because she's watching. She's not asking me for answers. She's just watching how I navigate. So uh, there's, for me, there's no other choice, like drinking and drugging. That's no, like I can't do any of this stuff with that. Yeah. Um, You know, emotional sobriety and emotional maturity is challenging enough and spiritual maturity Mm -hmm. is challenging enough. Can't introduce that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel a a real responsibility to my family, like to lead, to lead by example. Um, 
That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, that, did you think you'd be saying that ever? I thought I might. I wouldn't be saying that. I knew I would have feelings of like self-pity around and guilt and shame around not being a good father, but it wouldn't, I, I didn't ever know that I would have this level of like uh, confidence and responsibility towards yeah. them um, and real love. Like I didn't really, you know, I hate to say this. I, I didn't know what love, I didn't love myself. So I couldn't really love other people. Yeah. So like to That's love. pretty hard kid, to admit too, uh, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, it is. Yeah. I mean, I, you say that I wasn't the devil, right? I mean, I just had beaten myself into a pulp that, you know, I didn't even, like I said, I didn't know what love was. I associated love with your, your affirmation. You know, that's all I knew is if you say good boy, or if I win a trophy, I would get some sort of positive attention. That's what I grew up with. And I'm not blaming my parents. Let's be clear here. Like, that's just how I interpreted it. Right. Um, so you get sober and you think of what, what love is like being there to help somebody, listening to them, um, being available. I didn't know how to do any of that. I was so consumed with myself. Uh, so to, to be there for my kid, I, yeah, I obviously what, and I almost burned our lives down. Right. Um, so to come to love them and those feelings are profound when I see like, I don't know now when my wife or my kid will do something that'll touch me, it'll have an emotional impact on me, you know? Um, and I love that. Like to be able to cry is a big deal. Like I didn't know how to do that before, no. you know, I, I, I guess I had tears of like absolute fear and self-pity at points, but over the last five years, I've had real moments of re I've, I've experienced real sadness and, um, and been really touched. That is, that's the stuff I guess that, um, has, those are the little gems that I wasn't, or not little, they're huge gems that I wasn't expecting Thank coming into this thing. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. So how epic is life right now? Because in my opinion, to have an epic life, what do you have to do? Do epic shit. Yeah. Yeah. So what what what's two or three things? I mean, like how what is it like right now? How epic is it? Uh, it's awesome. Um what what I mean, all the stuff I just described about having a family is epic. Yeah. Oh, without a right? doubt. Right. Like to be a yeah. father is is epic. Yeah. Um, like to get to guide my kid to look in her eyes and know that she's scared to go to Sunday school, like for the first time, and just know that, like, hey, Oh, I get it. You're, you're scared to go in because it's new. And her look back at me. And there's like that connection of like, dude, you understand me. Like, Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me, yeah, yeah. That shit's epic. Yeah. Um, to be there for my wife in the same capacities as we do new things together is epic to go on vacation for the last three years. Nothing crazy, but just to go on vacation as a family for a week and have ups and downs, right? <laughs> because we're a family living in a, in tight quarters, like on the cruise this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then to come back and navigate, navigate those together and still have a great time is, uh, is awesome. Just to have the opportunity to do stuff like that with my family is epic. Yeah. To climb a mountain with you is cool. I, I think. So I just got cool. I didn't get epic. Uh, yeah. Is it? No, is epic. Oh, okay. Right. I just um, sure. So I you're that. It is cool. And it's epic. both. It's yeah. Both. I right. think it's the walking through fear, man. Um, like every, I try to do that every day of like, Hey, yep. I'm nervous. I'm scared. Do it anyway. Yeah. Right. Like, um, I'm, I sent you a picture the other day. I'm studying for a, a certification Sweet. Like, I don't particularly want to become this type of, um, I guess like whatever, it, whatever it is, it's an arborist certification that doesn't, I don't love trees, but the, the company needs it. And there is something somewhat interesting in it and it's a good challenge. It makes me better at my job. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Cause oh, normally I'd say, eh, eh, yeah. find someone else. No, they've yeah. asked me, do it. Come on. You can do it. Yeah. Um, I guess being stretched, 
in as many different ways as I can is epic. And it, it kind of fits, it, it sits really well with my personality, which I didn't really exercise before. before. You know, I would challenge myself on how much I could drink and drug. I would do that like a competition. Uh, now I'm, I'm just trying to do things. Because that's that, what normal people do. I guess. Yeah. I'm right? just saying. So I'm, I'm rambling a bit, but to your point, what else, what else is epic? Every trying to just engage in everything I do to the best of my ability. And let's be clear. I, I fall short frequently and I will stop doing something because I get scared, but I don't get bogged down and quit that. I think that's the difference. I don't quit anymore. Like I've just heard so much good stuff being around folks of, you know, here's the goal and you're not going to go like straight to it, Lindy. It's just not, dude, get over yourself. It's not going to happen. You're going to do this yeah. and you're going to meander towards it, but don't stop. And when you hear something in your head that says, you're not good enough, you can't do it, say, no, nah, forget that. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. Let's do it. Um, but I've had to have so many people help me with that because that is not the way I naturally think. I naturally think I can't do it. I'm not good enough. And I'm just going to go pout. Now I'm going to pout for three days. And disassociate and isolate. That's what I want to do. Yeah, that's not epic. That's the not way epic, you're living right? though now is epic, yeah. and I'm, it's really pretty cool to be able to live that with you. Thank you. See yeah, it, it's cool. So I'm grateful for it. So if you look right in this camera right here, <clears throat> there's someone that's out there that is broke down, hopeless. Mm -hmm. There's no way out of where they are. What would you want to say to them right now? Well, you can get out. Um, that it probably feels like you can't and that it's over um, and that no one can help you and that nobody will understand you and yours is harder than everyone else's. Um, and if you would have only experienced what I experienced, you would be doing the same thing. I've been in the exact same place and I understand those feelings and those feelings are real. They've, they're, they're overwhelmingly real and they can bog you down, but they feel real, but they're not real. That is not reality. You can transcend that self, yeah. but you won't. It, you would be the first person to do it that I know by yourself. You're going to need community and, and people that have walked in front of you and uh, just a smidge of willingness uh, to believe in something bigger than your yourself. Um, and that, that it can happen and it ain't going to happen tomorrow. It's going to be the rest of your life, but it's going to be an epic life. Of rebuilding, Amen. yeah. I mean, just to be sober is epic. That, without a know? doubt, man. Without a doubt. We made it another day. Or close to it. It's like, you know, we're going to make it. If today. we don't do something stupid. <laughs> yeah. If we don't take our will back. And if we, we don't take our show. will back, we'll do it. But, man, thanks for being here. Yeah, Thank man. you for your friendship, your trust, your love, your support, just everything about about you, man. I'm really I'm really grateful. Thank you, man. Uh, so am I. And yeah. friendship. So thanks for sharing, being vulnerable. Thank you for watching. This week's Caddy Wampus podcast. Check back in with us next week and please subscribe. Click the alert button. I think it's up here somewhere around here, you know, a little alert button. And you know what? It's all right if you put click and share it across social media. And uh, let's see what you think. Have a great night or day or evening or morning. God bless. Thank you, Kirk. <laughs>